You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood sexologist, Jessica O'Reilly, coming at you today with my husband, Brandon. Yeah, we're here right at GoldenEye. I'm looking out over Lagoon. Yeah, he's bragging. I am. It's really nice. It's the best vantage point I've had other than looking at you. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> We're here in Jamaica on holiday with my family. My mother's from Kingston, and we're here with a small group of us, which have yeah. we're perceived as a large group, but it's just a tiny one drop of us. And uh, I have with me today Uncle Mike. Big Mike. Hi. <laughs> Captain Lynn is what you can call him. Retired. <laughs> Retired. Retired. And uh, before we get started with Uncle Mike, I want to say a big thank you to Desire Resorts for their support of this podcast. You know we're fans of Desire Resorts. Uncle Mike, do you know what Desire Resorts is? No, I have no idea. Come on. You, you don't you don't click you don't those follow? links. Come on, big <laughs> so Desire Resorts is a clothing optional couples only paradise with multiple locations in Mexico, as well as a cruise. You know about the naked cruise, right, yes, Uncle Mike? Yes. You just were Probably on a cruise. Order. Yeah. Yes, but not that not that kind of cruise. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually on an even higher end cruise. He was on a private yacht. That's right. Yeah, they were in the south of France. Did you see any naked cruisers? No, I didn't see any at all. No. <laughs> Were you looking? Well, you know, I looked on the beaches when, and I saw some bare-chested women there. <laughs> you don't see much of that just, here in Jamaica. No, no, not just at an all. observation. That's all. <laughs> just, yeah, just an observation. <laughs> so the reason I invited Uncle Mike onto the podcast is that Brandon and I both agree. That he's pretty much the ultimate husband. Yeah, man. Mad mad respect to this guy. I won't lie. How many years have you been... Together? Yeah. Oh, 51 years. And counting. And counting. And counting. <laughs> Are you yeah. counting? No, I'm not counting. Is she counting? No, she's not. <laughs> so, so we didn't bring Auntie Thalia on the podcast because... She can't sit still, and she's gone into Kingston. She's probably entertaining somebody somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, she might not have let Mike get a word in, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> she just has too much to say. Philly is an entertainer. But Uncle Mike's the ultimate husband, and over the years, and, and it's regardless of gender, I've been observing him and the way he interacts with Auntie Philia, and they've been together 51 years, so you must be doing something right. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some examples. So every morning you bring her something in bed, right? Uh some yes, a glass of water. Water, big I th glass. I thought it had like an elixir in it. Oh yeah, I mix some honey in and some apple cider vinegar balances the pH. Okay, and actually you should you should uh, creep the gram because I won't say your age, but you're a septuagenarian at minimum. Yes. I'm 70 something. <laughs> <laughs> They're both in their 70s and they both stand up paddleboard. Correct. Fix doors when you lock yourself out of your room at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. But okay, so he brings her this drink every morning in bed. That's one thing. 
Another thing I see you do is you make sure her car is gassed up for her. That's right, because she doesn't like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I don't like doing yeah. it either, but... It's the gas ferry. The gas ferry just comes around at night and <laughs> yeah. fills up the car. You know how it goes. Yeah. But 51 years into the relationship, you still gas up the car. Um, they run a business. They have a business with hundreds of employees, so they're busy. Correct. And, okay, here's the other thing. For years and years, I've seen you fly up to Florida because their kids and grandkids are in Florida, and you always come a few days before Antithelia. That's right. I do all my stuff that I have to do, so when she comes up, I'm free to do whatever she wants to do. <laughs> so there's no arguments. <laughs> so he makes himself available to drive her around. She has important things to do, right? Well, whatever, you know, shopping and getting stuff and <laughs> the usual things that women do. <laughs> I think what, what amazes me is you guys are really happy. Yes, we are. We yeah. are. And do you feel, I think people are always looking for this, um, this secret sauce. Everybody wants a pill, right? Like, how do I stay happy? But it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're very thoughtful about the things that you do. You're always, you you have things that you need to get done, but you're also aware of what Thalia uh, is going to need. You're able to anticipate some of her needs. Would you Correct. say that's Correct. a fair assessment? Yes. And it's also not always these big, huge, magnanimous things. You're doing these little things yes. every day. Correct. Correct. Is that something that you thought about before? No, or is, it just happens. Well, you know, when we started out, I said, it t first thing, it takes two to argue. So I decided I'm not going to argue. And since she's always right. <laughs> Are you sure I, about that? No, yes, I, I, so. I, I, I accept it. Right? I just, I, and if I have, if she's wrong and I just go outside and I just vent a little and I come back in and I'm accepted. She's right, although she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to argue sometimes. No, well, I don't. I try not to argue. About the big things? About nothing. Really? Yeah, really. Wow, because we argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we argue. argue. Big time. No, I, 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 it takes two to argue, so it's too much stress. I just don't argue. No, really? <laughs> you, don't, you don't think that Hang it's... on, if she was here, would she argue? <laughs> probably, yes, <laughs> probably, yes. <laughs> And I just go inside. <laughs> you have to leave the podcast for a minute. So we need some balance. We do need Thalia. Yeah. But she, yeah. she's long gone. But I mean, you you say that you don't argue, but I've mm. seen you disagree on yeah, things. Yeah, I disagree. So there's a difference yeah. between arguing about something and disagreeing on right, things. So right. when, when you disagree with her, um, and I love Thalia, I love you guys, but I mean, when you disagree on something, does it... She, she does listen to what you yes, have to does. say. Yes. And I think that that's the difference between yeah. arguing about something and disagreeing right. and being right. able to have a conversation about things. Correct. And she's probably, because I know the Chang family, because <laughs> my mother oh, is one too, right. <laughs> um, they have to work on their listening skills, right? Have her listening Correct. skills Correct. gotten better over the years? No, she's... <laughs> God gave me two ears and one mouth, and that's a reason for that. <laughs> Listen more and talk less. Okay, so 51 years of happy marriage. Then you come on the podcast and she hears it and I've ruined things. 
So you, what, what I really noticed with you is, as Brandon said, you're very thoughtful. You anticipate her needs. What does she do for you? I know, we know she does a lot for you, but it's uh, being there. That's it. She's <laughs> Just there. being there. And yeah. you balance each other out because you're sort of opposites. Kind of, yeah. Right. I, I, well, no, we like the same things. Okay. Whatever it is. Okay. Food. Paddleboarding. Pa whatever. You know, <laughs> we like kids. the same things. And that, that means or it contributes a lot. Liking the same things. Okay. Because if you don't like the same things, I believe you're going to be at war all the time. Okay. Now, she likes to be out and party all the time. Yes. And you? No, I like to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but I make the effort and I go with her and... You get your cigar and you go in the corner. Yeah, I go in the corner, <laughs> have a drink, and smoke a cigar. But I think that's really important to recognize because you and I, Jess, you and I are, are, we have a lot of similar interests, but I think if you and I were to go out for the night, you really enjoy the party. You love to socialize. And it doesn't mean that I don't, but I don't. You don't stay out all I night. don't buzz around all night. And what I will, yeah, yeah but what I will do is. I'm not going to stop you from having a good time. I'm not going to say, you, you know, we need to leave. And I'm not saying other people can't do things differently. But for us, it's, uh, I want you to have a great time. And if that means, you know, you need to buzz around and party until four in the morning, then that's cool. And I might take a step back or I may even go home. For that Uncle Mike doesn't do uh, that. Yeah, no, give, give he Mike credit, man. To drive her. <laughs> we were karaokeing the other day. He was out till like two o'clock in the morning with us. And you weren't singing. No. <laughs> so he does, you do things you don't always want to do. But well, she, yeah. she also goes on her own sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, she goes on her own sometimes. Like you send a stand-in. Right. No, no, no. She just goes. and But most of the time I go with her. Okay, okay. Any other thoughts after 51 years of marriage? No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is cool. <laughs> yeah, all the time? Yeah, yeah. What about when it's not? Because I, I think mean, a lot of young people... Um, 51 years sounds... A lifetime. And it is. Yeah. Like, how old were you when you met her? When, when, when we met? Yeah. First time? Yes. Around when we were 16. Okay. And she's and younger than you. One year younger. Oh, so she was 15. Well, yes, around then. Okay. And so you must have had times that were harder because I think one of the challenges for young people is they think if they're going through a rough period that it's never going to get better. No, it will get better. I can remember when we first moved to Canada and Mike was born. We we didn't know how we were going to buy groceries at the end of the month. And we had to wait for the... At that time, Canada gave out milk money for each child you have. And sometimes we just wait for the check to come in just to buy groceries. So, you know, things were hard, but we lived through it and it got everything. It does get better with time. And do you feel you've become a better partner with time? Because I think a lot of us actually regress. So we start off trying really hard for our partner, doing the little things, and then we let it drop off and we make excuses. We say, oh, we're busy with the kids or, oh, I'm busy with the business. You have two kids, four grandkids, a business of 800 people. 
Correct. You're in your 70s. Yeah. Have you, were you always this thoughtful or have you had to work on it? Do you feel you've improved? Uh, I don't know. Um, like I always tell her, she has to die after I die because I don't know what I'd do if she dies before me. Mm. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could continue. Oh, don't make me cry. You know what, buddy? Don't you, we, we, got, we got a spare room. You can come, you can <laughs> yeah, come you hang can with come. me, man. Yeah, you can come no, live with no. us. Uh, uh, Canada would be too cold for you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And one thing she does, I think, for you is she, she pushes you out of your comfort zone too, right? Sometimes, yeah. Because she's a socialite, yeah. a business person, a diplomat. You yeah. know, probably she brings too many people back to the house for parties sometimes. Uh, no. I don't mind. But it's good for you. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Because you can't just sit in Kingston and watch Netflix. <laughs> right? <laughs> what about the intimate side? We're Chinese Jamaican, so yeah. we don't really talk about that, right? No, we don't. We're, I don't know. How do you put it? We don't. We don't. You don't air your laundry? No, we don't. <laughs> but, but Auntie Thalia said the word sex yesterday. Yeah, she does. <laughs> just now, right? She's just starting. When I first got into this field, none of the aunties could tell anyone what yeah, I did. We... They just giggled. <laughs> but so is it interesting to get, you know, become more empowered or more open-minded as you get older? I don't feel we're close-minded. Okay. Okay. It's just that they don't. We just don't say it, but okay. I mean, I believe we're all, what we did, you know, when I look at it, I say, when I look at old people, I say, you know, they were young once, mm -hmm. and I can remember when I was young, what we did, and what we didn't do, and uh, those old people, they just, they just laugh into themselves and say, do these young people believe that they're all with it, but we've been there too. <laughs> <laughs> and lived, lived through yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. And so in now, other words, he's got some stories to tell, but, 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 not, but not on the podcast. That's right. But not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got four grandkids, two of whom are college age. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you could give them some relationship advice, what would you say to them? Mm. I don't know, because they're... Their mom and dad brought them up. I'd, I would say, you know, they brought them up and explained everything to them. No kidding. Yes, I feel so. They're, they're worldly in that sense. So you feel they're ready? Yes, they're ready. They can handle anything. Really? Yeah, I feel so. But, he also, but he's also said that, you know, the idea that you, you have to, like putting in the effort and pushing through and knowing that it will, with effort, get better. And mm -hmm. I think if that principle, if you've conveyed that, do you feel like that would be the, the advice you give them? Like knowing that if you put in the time and the effort, that yes. it will get better? Yes. Because I think you've, you've sort of subtly said that, <laughs> only without maybe saying that exactly. Well, yeah, they've re raised some really nice human beings, let me tell you. Your grandson, Matt, when yeah. he was 19, came to live with us in Toronto for the summer, so maybe for four months. And I saw him, I observed that he's picked up on a lot of your habits. So mm. when my neighbors would come home with groceries at the end of the courtyard, he'd be rushing out to help them. 
Correct, yeah. To the point that the grandmas wanted him to date their teenage daughters, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, my, yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it, it is passed down from generation to generation. I think it's inspirational for a lot of people to hear that you can still feel in love after 51 years. Mm -hmm. um, I know Brandon and I have been together 17, and for our generation, that sounds like an eternity. Yeah. Right? When I run into people that I used to work with 15, 16 years ago, they actually say to me, hey, are you still married? Which I think is such a weird question. Yes. But I don't think they're trying to insult me. I think that they're just so used to people breaking up. So if we put Matt and Anna, your grandkids aside, just to young people, what should we be doing differently? Uh, I will, I, I'll have to think about that, Jess. Because um, you must see other people in not so healthy relationships at all ages. At all, yes. I mean, they break up and I say, you know, what's going on? Why? And I, I really don't. I, I don't try and figure out why people not getting on. They mm -hmm. just, it's their life. I don't, I don't, I don't want to interfere in people's Well, that's work. not very Jamaican. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, for me. You leave that to failure? Yeah, I leave that to failure. <laughs> so, you know, the, other, the other thing uh, about Mike and Talia is that you guys also had, at a, a point in your lives, you had very independent, you had very independent work lives. Because yes, as yes. a captain with uh, Air Jamaica, yeah. you were you were gone, and I'm sure that that meant uh, when you were doing your overnight flights that you had your own interests and your your own routines and your own right. habits when you were traveling. And well, you think that that helped? With, yes, it did. It did, in the sense that I was away from home, like probably for three or four days, and then I'd come home for two, or two days or three days, and then we didn't have time to argue about little things or we just had to do what we had to do and enjoy and, your time and together. enjoy our time together and uh, when when I retired it was Taylor said oh my gosh he's here now 24-7 <laughs> what am I going to do is that when you started the new company <laughs> <laughs> but you work together is that hard no I'm it's her business I have I just do odd jobs for her. <laughs> Many odd jobs. Do everything. Well, you know, one thing is I notice you do, you step back and let her shine. Yes. And you guys have that in common. Like Brandon and Mike. Yeah. Brandon has a special love for Uncle Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Um, for many reasons. But I think you both have a lot in common. And I do think you have this capacity, this um, humility, but also confidence. Right, because Thalia is a bigger personality than you. Yes. She's a bigger brand in Jamaica. And Brandon and I have kind of a similar so thing. Similar, but, yeah. but you both have your own things, so much so that you're confident enough to step back when it's someone else's turn for the spotlight. Well, I know, yeah, I mean, she, she, she's always going to come home, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> whether, you I, lock, I, whether you change the locks or not. Right, I, I'm confident enough that she'll come home. She's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> right. And does that get easier with time? Like if 10, uh, 20, like it's been 50 odd years. Yeah. A little. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> doesn't change. <laughs> okay. One last thing before mm. we go. Any advice on how to communicate? Like how to be better at 
at either telling your partner what you want or how you feel. And again, I don't think that's something we necessarily, at least me, like raised with as a Chinese Jamaican. I, I don't know. We've been so long together. Well, since 15, 16 years old and we're 70 something. We, we just, we just know what each other like. Okay. And dislike, so we don't even have to say yes. And you stay out of each other's way sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you must know when to stay out of her way. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I th so she's not going to listen to this, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to show her how to play it anyway. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. So Uncle Mike took some time off from the lagoon and his grandkids are waiting, so we're going to let him go. Thanks, Big Mike. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> All right, Uncle Mike had to go, and no joke, he had a list. Castelia called right before we started of t-shirts she wants, because it's Grace Jones who stays here. And uh, I don't know, she sent him with a list for t-shirts, like four extra small, three small. Anyhow, I said to him, what does she need those for? He goes, I don't ask, I don't interfere, I just do it. <laughs> um, I, I think it's interesting to speak with people of different generations. I especially have you know, a great amount of reverence and respect and admiration for older people, especially for Mike and Thalia and a number of people in my family who still buzz in their 70s. Like they just... We joke around about it, or I do, with other people that when we were here in Jamaica, I couldn't keep up with Thalia. I had to hang in the background those eight <laughs> nights that we spent here because we were at two parties every single night. Yeah. And so people who are afraid of getting old, I know too many older people who uh, inspire me. So I'm, I'm excited to get old. And Mike is one of the people that inspires me. And he's actually a really funny guy. I joke that I'm going to start a husband in training program and videotape him. And if the husband in training program doesn't take off, I'll just sell the YouTube videos of him because <laughs> he's a funny man. So I thought there's a lot of insight there um, in terms of how have they stayed together from one side. And I wish I could have Thalia, but between Thalia and me, we'd probably talk for hours and none of y'all would want to listen. But he, he's, you know, reminding us that you need to be thoughtful. And he is thoughtful every single day. When he brings her that elixir in the morning, it is every single day. Um, he makes sure the car is gassed up a couple times a week. He's gone to buy those Grace Jones t-shirts now. Um, in the, on the flip side, Thalia pushes his comfort zone because they are such different personalities. Um, he mentioned that over the years prior to retirement, they had their own routines and that was pretty important. And because they were so busy, because she's, she's always been an entrepreneur, running, um, you know, fairly large size businesses here in Jamaica, and he was a, a pilot, neither of them had time to spare or waste fighting. So they enjoyed their times together. They pushed through when times were hard. Um, he says he didn't argue. Well, I spent some time with them. <laughs> they, they argue in their own way. I think that argue, I, I think it's funny when you talk about fighting or arguing because there's such a stigma, and I think our interpretation of language differs from person to person. Uh, but he did say, you know, you're born with two ears and one mouth, so listen more than you speak. Um, he talked, or I mean, I guess I, I've observed that he steps back and lets her shine. Um, he knows that she'll always come home 
and they also stay out of each other's way. So <laughs> they really do have uh, independent routines, not not independent lives. Where I, when we spent some time with them, I noticed that Mike gets up earlier yes. and he does his thing. He mm -hmm. does what's important to him. Mm -hmm. um, he keeps Thalia in mind uh, at all times. And the other thing, uh, two other things that took out of this was the willingness to always invest, uh, you know, to put in the effort and to know that with that effort, hopefully that things will get better. Mm -hmm. And that, excuse me, I forget the last thing I was going to say. <laughs> That's but, okay. But it, there, there was something else that's going to come to me in just a minute. But I, I just found it really interesting that, you know, things aren't always sunshine and rainbows. And if you're no. willing to put in the time and the effort that, you know, hopefully it will get better. Yeah. So if you're dealing with those difficult situations, you know, push through. Yeah. Like and I it was a before. different time. Like, you know, they were born in the forties. Um, there was like, you know, a family tragedy here in the fifties that resulted in a big shift in Thalia's life growing up I, and my mom. So Thalia is my mom's sister. I don't think my mom would want to come on the podcast. She's a little more reserved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, I, I feel a little silly that I asked if they've become more open-minded as they've gotten older, and he corrected me, rightfully so, and said, we're open-minded, we just don't talk about it. And that's such a reminder that even though, you know, I'm of, a, of Chinese heritage from Jamaican background, I'm still North American in upbringing in many ways. And so North Americans tend to have a view that's ethnocentric, and I have to catch myself and say that just because somebody doesn't express their openness in the way that I express my openness doesn't mean that they aren't as open or more than me. So that, that was a good reminder for me. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to hear his, um, you know, to, to hear his commentary. And they are. They're genuine. They seem genuinely happy. Um, in life. Yeah, in life, not just with one another, to hear how much they care about one another 50 some odd years after mm -hmm. having had met is it is inspirational because you see so many people that you know that are separated or that that are in relationships and they seem unhappy and and, and you know you do hope that they'll come around <laughs> that, that you that you know that relationship will get better and i and you know life is too short yes you know he's in his 70s and when he talks about you know one of them going first it's really hard for me because i'm i'm very close to them and they inspire me. They are among my role models in many ways. And Thalia and I share a lot in common. And actually, I think you and Mike share a lot in common, even though you've taken different paths and you're raised in different countries, uh, different cultures. But You're going to say that I also can't fix anything, whereas he can fix everything? This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so I think we're going to leave it at that. And I'm really thankful and mostly shocked that Uncle Mike was willing to come on this podcast. It's because I said to Mike before he said anything, just say yes. Yeah, Thalia would have no problem. Thalia does a ton of press. And if I could get Thalia and pin her down, I, I would. But she's very busy today. Um, so we're going to leave it at that and say a big thank you to Uncle Mike. I want to apologize a little bit for the sound. It is hella hot in August in Jamaica. So we have the AC running as well as the fans. So hopefully you can pick up all the jewels that Uncle Mike had to offer. And I'll say thank you one more time to Desire Resorts. Brandon and I will be at Desire in Mexico in October, so check out the event calendar for that. Anything to add, my love? No, I thought that was great. Big Mike is awesome, so is Thalia. It's hard not to be having a good time when you're in Jamaica sitting by the lagoon. Yes, and uh, it's interesting because one other thing I, I meant to note is that there is no one path. 
right? Like the way he and Thalia makes it work is not necessarily the way you and I make it work. Um, and he seemed quite loose in his insights. Like I think that comes with age too. With age, you, you start to realize that you don't know everything. Well, if that's the case, I'm 100. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know nothing sometimes <laughs> when it comes to... Uh, when people give you insight about what does and doesn't work and, you know, they've had the benefit of experience, it reminds you that, you, you know, just open, you, you know, be willing to hear other people's perspectives and other angles because it can strengthen and make your situation, your relationship, your work better. Yes. And uh, I think my goal now is to pin Thalia down for an interview and see what she has to say. She'll probably sell you a bunch of Maybe stuff. Maybe multiple parts yeah. of that podcast, part one, two, and three. Right. Because she can only sit still for a few minutes. Fair I enough. was thinking it might be a little longer than you anticipated. Oh, yeah, because we both chat lots. Yeah. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have a fabulous week or weekend wherever you are. We're signing off from GoldenEye, a magical spot in Jamaica where Ian Fleming conceived of the James Bond character and wrote his novels. Check it out if you do come to Jamaica. And if you come down to Jamaica and are looking for any volunteer opportunities, please holler at us because we have a number of organizations we're connected with who are always looking for volunteers, even if you just want to take a couple hours out of your vacation down here. Uh, the island can always use our support. Have a great one, folks. Chat soon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>